What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed, hopefully, what was a three-day weekend for you, a a holiday weekend. Uh, Happy Memorial Day. I have some fantastic news. My busy season at work is finally over. Thank you. I hear the cheers. I hear the applause. I hear the sobs, even. I am also thrilled that I don't have to break my back working, well, not, it's not physical labor, but mentally break my back working uh, for the next several months. It was, a, it was a very long season, but it's done, and it is time to make content. I can stream a little bit more, put a nice emphasis and focus on the YouTubes. It's going to be great. Uh, but thank you guys for showing up for another episode. If you're new here, howdy. My name's Kenny. Uh, this is the show, the podcast. We talk about MLB The Show in podcast form. I mean, that's that's the way to say it. And today we're going to talk about quirks. I went through a lot of like what was new in the game over the last week or so. Some good stuff to grind, but I didn't think anything was like episode worthy. So I was trying to figure out where we could go with this episode. Because, spoiler alert, next week we have the biggest guest in the show the podcast hit the largest guest in the show the podcast history. Okay? That's all I'll say. But prepare for your balls to be blown clean off. Um, But this week, until we get there, that's a nice cliffhanger to leave everybody on, we're going to talk about quirks. Because I think quirks, now that legends have them, uh, quirks can be impactful for your team. I'm not sure you need to construct a team entirely around quirks. I'm not sure if every lineup decision needs to be made based on what quirks a player does or does not have. But when you're constructing a bench, you should definitely pay attention to them. When you're, you know, considering or trying to figure out why you do well with some hitters as opposed to others based on your own tendencies, maybe quirks are coming into play here. Um, but quirks, we're gonna, we're gonna go through every quirk. We're gonna either say what the quirk does, because even though this information is readily available, some people still don't know. And if we don't know exactly what the quirk does, we're going to create an educated guess. If at any point during this, uh, episode, specifically on YouTube, if you think I've said something stupid and incorrect, which sometimes I do, I'm sorry, please comment down below and let me know where I effed up. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, thank you, hello. Make sure, I haven't asked you guys to do this in a while. Leave a good old five-star review. You don't have to put words in there. Just give me five stars. It it bumps me up in the algorithm. It'd be nice. Okay, so shout out to ShowZone. We love ShowZone here. I'm going to go to ShowZone right now. Bingo, bango. There's ShowZone. Okay. ShowZone.gg, friends of the show, the podcast. This is not a sponsor, but if you're not using ShowZone... As a serious show player, you're missing out on valuable information, both in terms of the market and stuff like this. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about all of these quirks, maybe how the... I'm sorry if you guys can hear my dog screaming her head off in the background. If you can't, I'm complaining for no reason, but I can hear her. Um, She's loud today. So we're going to talk about all these quirks. How you can implement them, whether or not they're impactful. Do we think we need them? We're just kind of going to run the gamut and see what we think about all these things. Again, I want to reiterate. Not every quirk is created equally. SDS did a great job this year of removing passive quirks from the game. 
meaning quirks that actually didn't have an impact. So if you had a hitter who had 80 power on both sides, he was automatically considered a power hitter quirk or whatever the, or, or uh, home run hitter quirk, whatever the hell it was called. Regardless, it was a passive quirk. They got rid of it. It was more of like a player indicator or player descriptor than it was a true quirk. Now, quirks have impact on player, on PCI, on the game. They actually are impactful. Those passive ones, like I said, were just descriptors, characterizations of what a player uh, tended to play like. I think is the best way to put it. So we're going to start alphabetically. Bad ball hitter. Bad ball hitter. Not to shock what the definition is. Excels at hitting pitches outside the strike zone. Now, what I think this does... Because it doesn't actually say exactly what it does. As you'll see, as we move on, some of these uh, quirks have an additional information bucket that Showzone has added that kind of tells us what they do. But some of them don't have it. So we're just going to have to kind of use our, use our imagination here, but use our heads. So a bad ball hitter excels at hitting pitches outside the strike zone. A couple years ago, last year, not a couple years ago, uh, <laughs> last year, SDS limited your ability to extend the PCI outside of the batter's box. And then this year, coming into this game, SDS told us they made a real discernible effort to reduce, I think that's the best word, reduce the amount of contact, specifically hard contact, made on pitches out of the zone. So what I think bad ball hitter does is offset those two nerfs to swinging outside the strike zone, and it probably just makes your PCI shrink less when you extend it outside the zone. Maybe there's some sort of exit velo generation that gets added into that, but I would imagine that's what it is. That's going to be people like uh, Vladimir Guerrero, specifically, who was known for hitting pitches that bounced three feet in front of the plate. Uh, so bad ball hitter, if you're a free swinger that potentially helps you, I implore you to stop free swinging and, and take as many pitches as you can, especially as you play on higher difficulties. It's okay to strike out looking. Taking pitches is good. You'll probably walk more than you normally would. But bad ball header, if, you, if you're a free swinger, you play on all-star or below, it might help you. Breakout liar. That is a new quirk this year. Breakout liar. Pitchers lose less break when tired. So maybe I'm pretty stupid. Good chance that I am. Um, I didn't know... <laughs> That as pitchers got tired, they lost break. I just thought they lost the ability to control the pitch. Turns out they also lost break. But now, if you have break outlier, they lose less break. So their pitches are still crisp, sharp, snap, and any other adjective you can think of. Um, pitchers who have this, uh, the new Kaiju Justin Verlander has this. Um, does Kershaw have this? He has to, right? No, he does not. Does Randy have it? Okay. 99, Randy has it. Verlander has it. You Darvish has it. Pedro Martinez has it. Um, and that's it. At least, not that's it, but out of the guys I use. You're going to get a lot of guys that have breakout liar. Specifically with the 99s, and also with guys who have high stamina. Breakout liar, especially with the way sliders work this year. It's going to make them real hard to hit. Sliders make PCIs real teeny tiny. Now, you're not going to go out and say, oh, I must build a breakout liar pitching staff. You can. 
Is it wrong? No. Is it necessary? Also no. So breakout layer is just a nice thing to have. Pay attention to your quirks. Maybe if your pitcher's getting late in the game, you're not as afraid to throw breaking stuff. Next is breaking ball hitter. Uh, one of my new favorite cards in this game, 99 Incognito Series Michael Brantley. Mr. Was it Mr. Smooth? Dr. Smooth? Dr. Smooth. Never heard him called that before. Um, he has breaking ball hitter. It's his only quirk. You excel at hitting breaking balls. I'm assuming this means you get some sort of either exit velo, exit velo perk or just PCI is a little bit bigger. The only thing it says here is that batting attributes receive a slight boost when a breaking ball is thrown. It's vague. We don't know what it's actually impacting. Is it impacting every hitting attribute? Power, vision, discipline, like everything that qualifies for hitting? Or is it just like a select few batting attributes get a bump? We don't know that. But we do know that breaking ball hitter, if you've got a pitcher on the mound who throws a lot of junk, breaking ball hitter might not be bad to have. The catcher pop time quirk is a defensive quirk. Shocking. Um, it is one of the... One of one of a handful of reasons, I'm trying to phrase it correctly, why catcher defense largely doesn't matter. Because if they have the pop time quirk, it's going to negate any slow reactions they'd have to a base runner stealing. I, I am of the opinion that unless your catcher has like 40 blocking, they're going to block everything. You know, catching a ball, throwing a ball, you need arm strength, you don't need fielding. Uh, but, but pop time is important. Catcher will react to base stealers faster, increasing the likelihood of throwing out a runner. I'm guessing this means that their meter pops up sooner. Uh, then it's up to you, obviously, to throw it appropriately. But catcher pop time's a nice quirk. Obviously, you have guys who are, like, all-star level. Ivan Rodriguez has it. Um, Johnny Bench probably has it. He doesn't. Never mind. Um, I'm stunned, actually, that he had. Do not a lot of people have catcher pop time? Hold on. Uh, excuse me. We may have uncovered something here. Sean Murphy tops now. He has catcher pop time. He's the first one I've found so far. Uh, Wilson Contreras has it, which is an LOL because he's not a good catcher. Um, wow, I'm stunned. Okay, so maybe catcher pop time is not as, not as, uh, uh prominent as I thought it was. This is actually very interesting to learn here. Uh, I'm going to do one more page of people just to see. JG Real Muto has it, thank God. If if Kirk has it, I'm going to shit myself. No, he does not, thank goodness. Brett Sullivan, two more. Adley Rutschman, he should have it. Yep, Adley has it. And Okay, so not a ton of prominent catchers currently have it. Once we get juiced up versions of certain guys, I'm sure we will. We spent way too much time on a mostly irrelevant quirk. But if you like to throw runners out, have catcher pop time. Uh, we're going to group a few of these together now. Day player, night player... They do opposite. They do the same thing at opposite times. Player will receive an attribute boost during day games and or night games. The exact attributes are unknown, <laughs> but an increase in PCI size has been documented. This is stupid. <laughs> day player and night player should go away as quirks. Because ultimately... You are the person, the, the player, the human being holding the controller who is better at night or day, not the card. In real life, that might be a thing, but I'd love to see the stats that show them which player should be day player, which player should be night player. 
Because technically speaking, if you play only day games and you build a lineup that has some day players and some night players, your night players are not going to perform as well. They're not getting nerfed, but they're not getting boosted. So then that's encouraging people technically to make, oh, my lineup's got to be all day players, all night players. I just think it's dumb. I think we should just get rid of it. Same goes for, I want to get the names correctly, um, Homebody and Road Warrior. I think they're, yeah, Homebody and Road Warrior. They give the same exact attribute boost that we're talking about with Day and Night Player, but ultimately, it's up to us as the human beings on the sticks to play well at home or on the road. Again, show me this. I, I, I know the stats exist. I'm not arguing that stats aren't real. But, like, show me the stats you're using to determine who's a homebody and who's a road warrior. Like, I want to see it. I want to see the stats. I just think we should get rid of all four of those quirks. Um, SDS did a great job, like we said up top, um, trimming a lot of the fat from the quirks this year as far as removing passive quirks. I think we can get rid of stuff like that, too. Uh, I also wish... I should have said this up front. I wish that we didn't have to guess what the quirks do. <laughs> You know, they gave us all these captain cards that tell us exactly what the boosts are when we use the captain. Start telling me exactly what the quirks do when we use when we have the quirks activated. I, I don't think that's a lot to ask. Moving on. Dead Red. Dead Red is a very, very valuable quirk. Again, I'm not going to tell you to make a team of all Dead Red hitters. But, if you're someone who's horned up for fastballs and you're sitting on fastballs because you know you sometimes get beat by them, that's fine. Nothing to be ashamed of. You should have the dead red quirk on a couple guys. Your batting attributes will, re will receive a slight boost when a fastball is thrown. I personally think you should have um, dead red hitters on your bench because you never know. Pinch hitter, fastball pitcher, you know, Mike Napoli is dead red. Trey Turner has dead red. Those are two of my bench guys. That's why I said their names. Um, Dead Red is valuable. Dead Red is extremely easy to understand. The only thing we don't know is what exactly the boost is. But Dead Red is very good. Um, fighter. So, I have a couple thoughts on Fighter and... Um, what's the name of the other one? Sorry, guys. I'm looking at... And Rally Monkey. We're talking about that. We're going to group them together. First with Fighter. Performs better in the ninth inning or later. Player will receive an attribute boost in the ninth inning or later. The exact attributes that are boosted are unknown. And then Rally Monkey. Performs better when the team is behind. Players receive an attribute boost when their team is trailing. You know how we talk all the time about comeback logic in this game? And how the ninth inning always goes crazy? It's not because... Well, it might be because there's some sort of computer system in place to make the losing team play better. Um, I'd like to think that's not the case. But it's because possibly these quirks exist, exist guys. I can't speak, sorry. I'm really tired. I, I worked all weekend uh, for championships and stuff, and um, I haven't slept much. But we're gonna, you know, we're, we're fighting through it. Uh, I'm a fighter. I excel in the ninth inning or later. Um, the fact that these quirks are prevalent and that hitters will just get random-ass boosts in the ninth inning or if their team is losing... Might explain why some of the fluky stuff happens. Might explain why suddenly ninth innings are hell holes and war zones. Um, I, I, it's just something to think about, something to chew on. I, I'm not 
opposed to getting rid of them, but I think we just need to understand and, and remember that these quirks exist, and that's why some of this shit happens. Uh, first pitch hitter is a great quirk for people like me who are incredibly impatient and will pretty much always swing at the first pitch. I'm trying to teach myself not to do that because I like to get the pitcher's stamina's up because stamina doesn't work this year. Um, but if I see a first pitch in the zone I'm sitting in, I'm swinging at it. So first pitch hitter means batting attributes receive a slight boost on the first pitch of an at-bat. Pretty straightforward. Some guys who have first pitch hitter. Ken Griffey Jr. Um, Sammy Sosa. We're going to do a few more here. Derek Jeter, which is funny because he usually worked a lot of counts. Uh, Chipper Jones. Big Poppy. Jorge Posada. A lot of batters have first pitch hitter. A lot of the good hitters, like historically good hitters, will have first pitch hitter. So you don't have to try that hard to build this lineup. But if you're impatient and you swing at the first pitch all the time, might not be a bad idea to load your lineup up with some of these guys. Uh, we talked about homebody. We talked about night player. Outlier one and outlier two. These are team building quirks. Outlier one, your primary pitch exceeds the max velocity by three miles an hour. Outlier two, does it on your secondary pitch, exceeds it by three miles an hour. Um, outlier makes higher difficulties unfun, but outlier is very much meta. If your pitcher doesn't throw a sinker or a cutter, he probably needs to have outlier to be successful. Or a combination of several other weird things, but like, outlier is great. In my starting rotation right now, I have Randy Johnson who has outlier, Pedro who has outlier, and Roki Sasaki who has outlier one and two. If I really wanted to, I could put Verlander back in the rotation for another outlier. I could put Bob Gibson in for another outlier. The meta is outlier. For better or worse, it is what it is. In the bullpen, outliers clutch. It's huge. It's massive. I don't hate the fact that pitchers can throw now 104 or whatever the hell the number is. Um... I think the occasional randomness that comes with Outlier can be a little frustrating and annoying. But, I wouldn't mind a little bit of a rework of the velocity system. That's neither here nor there at this point. But that's Outlier, everybody. I think Outlier is like the one everybody knows, because that's the easiest one to understand. Uh, pickoff Artist. This one seems stupid, uh, because I don't understand... What rating for a pitcher impacts pickoff effectiveness? Is it the pitcher's fielding attribute? Is it their reaction attribute? Is this really more of an offline franchise type of quirk where you're simulating your seasons and pitchers who have this quirk pick guys off? Because I think picking people off in, in, in Diamond Dynasty is as simple as Paying attention to when the runners are taking a lead, maybe too much of one, and then just throwing to first base. I will also say, big fat asterisk here, in the, I don't know, however many years I've played Diamond Dynasty, I've never attempted a pickoff. I'll step off the rubber now and then. I've never attempted a pickoff. So, uh, this one just seems dumb. We can just get rid of it if, uh, if we're really picking and choosing here. Pinch hitter quirk. Very important quirk. This one might be, like, in terms of enacting a quirk, this might be the most important one to use situationally. 
You should have pinch hitters on your bench with the pinch hitter quirk. Your pit your, your hitters will get a boost when pinch hitting. It's less important now because we have DHs and you're not pinch hitting all the time, but in a tough spot in a platoon matchup, you're not going to want to be cut you're not going to want to get caught, excuse me, with your pants down. So, it helps to have pinch hitter quirks. You can you know, it it's not difficult to find them. You don't have to go far and wide to find hitters with it. It's not like you're grasping at straws and using shit cards. They still have good cards that have pinch hitter quirk. Uh, Charisma card, Jacques Peterson has it, for example. And he's been a demon for me as a pinch hitter. Moving on to pressure cooker. This is for pitchers. Pitchers receive an attribute boost when pitching with runners on base. What does that mean? Does it mean their hits per nine goes up? Does it mean their clutch goes up? Probably their clutch. Um... Maybe control some other factors. Sorry, some hair, dog hair in my mouth. I need to get the, the... My dog has too much hair. If anyone knows how to get rid of a dog's hair other than shaving it, please let me know. Um, pressure cooker is important more so, in my opinion, for relievers because they're the ones who are going to come in in emergency situations and have to put fires out. But pressure cooker is, again, like... A lot of the top-tier relievers will have it. Um, at least they should. I don't have a zero. I don't. I don't have a single reliever that has pressure cooker. Hello. What? Hold on. Is it for starters? Oh, here's a funny thing. I don't know if anyone has pressure cooker. Well, we're gonna move on because pressure cooker might be irrelevant. That's pretty stupid, actually. And this is an updated list because Showzone does a great job with that. Uh, we talked about Rally Monkey. We talked about Road Warrior. Situational hitter. Excels at driving in a runner from third with less than two outs. Uh, I feel like this is a silly one. I feel like that's entirely on the user. But your player is going to get a batting attribute boost when there's a runner on third and less than two outs. Pretty straightforward. Um, guys, just hit the ball. Put it in play. I don't think you need a quirk for that. Stopper. Performs better when the team is behind. This one, I have to have a reliever with, right? Just to give you guys an example. Please, for the love of God, something... Something. Okay, good. Rich Gossage has it. Kaiju Rich Gossage. Thank goodness somebody has it. Um, he's the only reliever I have. Um, I, the player performs better when the team is behind. I don't know what the heck that means. Probably hits per nine boost. Probably a clutch boost. Uh, that's the problem with a lot of these quirks is that they're so vague, but we know that they work, so we should be uh, uh, mindful of them, really. Table setter. Performs better when runners are on base. That's... When no runners are on base. Sorry, performs better when no runners on base. I got stuck in my own head there. Um, yeah, it's a table setter. Your leadoff hitters, your 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 two hitters, like your guys who are gonna you expect with high contact to put a good swing on the ball and get on base. Again, not sure how relevant this really is to the user. This seems like more of those categorization quirks that they remove from the game. But who am I? Lastly, unfazed. Excels when hitting with two strikes. Probably means you get a little bit of a PCI buff. Um, again, that really all comes down to you. But I don't mind a little PCI buff with two strikes. I have two strikes a lot. Because um, <laughs> I swing at everything. But unfazed is, is like just a benefit to have. You're not going out of your way to, to build a team based on that. And if you are, I mean, good on you, I guess. But I wouldn't be doing that. Um... Everybody, 
Dingle bang. This has been Quirks on the show, the podcast. I want to give a shout out again to Showzone. If you want more information, go to Showzone. Also, Scan, friend of the show, the podcast, two-time guest, last year did a video on Quirks, a very in-depth breakdown, a Scan-esque video on Quirks. Um, he did a lot of PCI comparisons. He did a lot of really, really valuable research that I would never have done um, to hopefully shed a little more light on Quirks. I believe that is what Showzone used in their additional information on that page we were just on. And that video is actually, I believe, linked at the top of that Showzone page. So go watch that video. With the caveat being that some of the quirks have since been removed and possibly altered a little bit because it's a new game. But still, it's a valuable video to go check out. It's really cool research. It's really smart research. Um, and it'll make you smarter and more knowledgeable about the game. But guys, that is it. Let me know what you think about Quirks. Let me know if you like these type of videos where we talk more about, like, stuff that's in the game that we just know is there but don't really have information on because I could try to do more types of videos like this um, in the future, especially when we don't have anything to talk about. But next week, I cannot stress this enough, we're having a massive guest. I am recording with this guest the night you're listening to this podcast. So... It will be teased on Twitter immediately after recording. We won't have to wait much longer to know who it is. But make sure you come back next week, June 6th, for a huge episode of the show, the podcast. But for now, thank you guys for listening to this one. You guys know I love you all so much. Keep smashing the subscribe button and the like button and commenting and doing all the good things you guys do because it makes me really happy. And we're YouTube partners now, so every little bit helps. Uh, thank you guys for making it through the end of this episode. Happy playing, good luck hitting ding-dongs, use those quirks, I'll talk to you next time.